Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. So we have a special episode for you today. We're going to challenge a very common reality in the world of business. And this this thing that we're going to challenge, this thing that I think you're going to find insightful in today's episode is called experience. Why is everyone looking for experience? And here's the thesis from today's episode. Here's what I want you to take away from today's experience with me. Experience on the job is overrated. Experience on the job when hiring someone is overrated. And stay with me until the end, because I don't think you're going to want to miss the ending of this podcast. I think you're going to find something special at the end. Now, let's talk about this in a rational manner. Many, many job advertisers seek experience on the job as a prerequisite for qualification. Is this a mistake or an attempted shortcut to avoid the heavy lift that comes with training a new employee? Is experience the best answer when it comes to adding talent to your team? And with today's transitional workforce and the great resignation upon us, are too many employers relying on experience at the expense of acquiring the best talent available? As you can probably guess, these are loaded questions. And I looked at an ad that popped up on LinkedIn today. Someone is looking for an engineer with five years experience on the job. Why does it seem to default to five years? Now, on the other hand, let's talk about this from an objective standpoint. Experience is desirable for task-oriented positions like brain surgery or flying a Boeing 737. I kind of like experience with those type positions. But on the other hand, even the best surgeons, even the best pilots had a first-time solo. And most jobs do not require experience. And while others may be regulated to require expertise on the job, I know some uh, construction jobs require a certain number of years before you can become a journeyman. I'm not declaring experience alone has no value. Here's an example. Combat experience determines someone's ability to handle the mental demands of war. It's hard to replicate combat experience in a training session, in an incubator. So I am going on the record by saying experience does have intrinsic value. But here's the question. Are you placing too much weight on something like experience that may prevent you from considering the potential, the potential in others, the potential in candidates, the potential in applicants? Is experience making us blind to human potential? 
So a recent LinkedIn poll revealed that 93% of respondents would choose a recent graduate with no experience and a great attitude over an average qualified candidate with three to five years experience. I call bull squat. I designed the survey. Yes, it was me to hide the true nature of my inquisition. And I estimate that reality is actually the opposite. 93% of recent hires are the best available yet average candidate to perform the job during these challenging times. That's right. I'm guessing you're hiring 93% of your people are average. Just the opposite of what the survey revealed, of what the poll revealed. Is this too brutal? Stay with me. I think this will make some sense on the other side. So as hiring gets closer to the front lines in a business, the value of a great attitude becomes more and more diluted. When a company has open positions to be filled, when there's a lot of openings, warm bodies become the rule, not the exception. I had one company tell me they use the mirror test to hire employees. I said, what is the mirror test? They said, John, if someone can fog up a mirror with their breath and pass a drug screen, we will hire them. Well, in these cases, employees become fillers for open positions. And occasionally, occasionally you stumble upon that talented bus driver with a fantastic attitude that everyone loves. It's more luck than design. And unfortunately, Finding great attitudes to hire is more about fortuitous luck than a strategy for many companies. And listen to this piece from Mark Murphy. In his book, Hiring for Attitude, Murphy distills the research performed across 20,000 new hires to understand what makes high performers. And he addresses the common misstep of hiring the most skilled candidates by showcasing the other factors to recent failure. So what other factors are contributing to recent failure? Additionally, Murphy makes a case for why attitude is the essential factor to consider when screening candidates. He provides tools for recruiters and and hiring managers to create questions that will identify high performers from low performers. And get this, his research indicates that 89% of the time, 89%, an employee is a bad hire due to attitude. And as illustrated by the reasons they fail, get this, He says technical competence contributes to only 11% of failures. Everything else points to attitude. So experience, my friends, is the great assumption. By assuming someone's previous experience indicates future success, you completely negate the impact of the current environment. In other words, your culture on the candidate. A friend of mine, Ryan Walter, he was one of the top picks in the National Hockey League. He says you can feel the difference in the locker room between losing and winning teams. And each year, 
professional sports programs make big bets on players with absolutely no professional experience. So if they can do it, why can't we do it in business? Why can't it be the norm in business? So let's flip the script. Hiring is always a gamble. You always take chances. You don't know what someone's going to be like once you bring them on board. They may interview real well. They may have all the great credentials. They may have great experience. But you don't know how they're going to function within your organization. Hiring is always a gamble. And instead of looking for three to five years experience, what if, what if you looked for great attitudes that become, that, that will allow someone to become proficient in your culture? What if you start hiring for attitude? Hmm. How do we do that, John? So what I've done is I've, I've, I'm going to give you a couple of job ads that I've written that are targeted for people who are, well, who have great attitudes but may not have the requisite three to five years experience that everyone is looking for. And I've written one for a white collar position and I've written one for a blue collar position. So here's the ad for a white collar position. And I want you to think about the wording in this ad because it's wording it's worded intentionally to get a reaction from the reader. Okay? Listen to this. Wanted engineering majors with fantastic attitudes and little to no professional experience on the job. Our culture is unique and we want to help you become successful our way. We will train you and avoid unlearning bad habits from our broken and dysfunctional competition. Apply with us if you love to learn and desire to join a unique group of committed people. Now, I want you to think about that. Would you be surprised by that ad? It didn't ask for experience. It actually said that they didn't want experience. It said they would train you. It said that they don't want to get people from their competition. And it said, apply with us if you love to learn and desire a unique group of committed people. That's the white collar job. And I listened to the blue collar ad. Wanted. Shop floor employees with outstanding attitudes and no industry experience. To qualify, you must love to learn and work with other amazing people. We will make you successful on our team if showing up and being challenged at work is what you seek. Apply with us if you desire a different opportunity or a career change. We know you are thinking about changing jobs anyway. So this is your not-so-gentle nudge to take the leap and quit your current dead-end job. (laughs) What do you think of that ad? We don't want any industry experience. We just want outstanding attitudes. And to qualify, you must love to learn and work with other amazing people. We will make you successful on our team if showing up and being challenged at work is what you seek. Apply with us if you desire a different opportunity or a career change. And we know you're thinking about leaving your current job anyway. So this is your not-so-gentle nudge to leap 
quit that dead end job. Come work for us. Now, these job advertisements may seem unusual. However, they make a bold statement for a different type of candidate. The first ad is for engineering majors, not graduates. Not graduates. And it implies a baseline of knowledge and aptitude, but not a college degree. Heck, I would rather hire someone who's in their third year of engineering. If, they're, if, they're in a, if they've got a great attitude, put them on my team. I'll pay for the rest of their college. I'll pay for it. And then I get that outstanding engineer. But you can insert anything for engineering. You can insert accounting, nursing, or business. Any of those terms could be inserted for the engineering term. This ad is not just an engineering ad. This is an ad for, an, for a different kind of person. It's, it's an ad for a person with a great attitude. And the wording, the wording in this ad opens the door for current and remote students to apply with your company. And the second ad is for people seeking a change with a desire to learn. It opens the door for almost anyone considering your job opening. And let me tell you where I got the idea for this. I was meeting with a, uh, an operations manager uh, in Pennsylvania. I was working for the company here in Texas. They wanted me to go work with the operations manager in Pennsylvania. I went up and spent a couple of days with him. And when I got back to Texas, I told the CEO, I said, I said, man, where did you find that guy? He is a rock star. That, he was a young ops manager. I mean, sharp, mature beyond his years. I said, where did you find this guy? He said, John, you're not going to believe it. He was literally working on the floor at Lowe's Home Improvement Warehouse. I noticed him and I scooped him up. I said, well, he's a great hire. He is a great hire. So get this. In today's complex labor market, we must address the addiction to experience. Why do you prefer someone who must unlearn a different organization's culture? A blank canvas with a winning attitude is far more desirable if you have done the work in your organization. Let's get to the root of the problem. Here's the root of this problem. Here's the root of this addiction to experience. The root problem is your lack of infrastructure and onboarding and developing new talent. Since you have not invested in the formal on-the-job training systems and processes, you attempt to rely on experience that someone else has paid for as a substitute. And it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. And I want you to look for people who are eager to learn and be willing to change your approach to bring talent to your team. I mean, one key hire could change everything about your business. Everything. I recently hired someone who has made a huge impact on my business. She is a rock star. And battles for talent are being won and lost based on your attitude regarding hiring. Let me say that again. The battle for talent. We're at a war right now. The battles for talent are being won and lost based on your attitude regarding hiring. If you rely on the old, outdated approach 
you will continue to get the same results. However, if you want to win the war for talent, you must take a different approach. Consider someone's previous work as you would any other trait. It's not more heavily weighted. It's certainly not as weighted as it is for most now. It's just a trait. If they have experience, great. Make a candidate's job history a feature they bring to the hiring conversation, not a prerequisite. Let me say that again. Make experience a feature someone brings to the hiring conversation, not a prerequisite for hire. If you have three to five years as a prerequisite for hire, you are going to automatically exclude some amazing people out there. Amazing people out there. And there are some true rock stars, true rock stars that are just like those college players who have never played a down of professional sports. Yet they become superstars when given the opportunity. They become superstars when put in the right culture. They become superstars when surrounded by the right people. I want you to remember that experience is overrated. Now, if you've enjoyed this podcast, I want you to subscribe to this podcast so you get automatic updates when I drop a new episode. I want you to share this podcast with everyone on social media. I want you to become a, well, become an advocate for this message, for this message about going big, about going against the grain, about being crazy when it comes to the game of business. Because guess what? I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if you're listening to this podcast, you are crazy enough to do things differently. You're crazy enough to challenge the status quo. You're crazy enough to move against the crowd. And if you want to get in touch with me, if you want to follow up about an episode or talk about a possible uh, topic you want me to share on this podcast, go to www.johngrubs.com. That's J-O-H-N-G-R-U-B-B-S dot com. There's tons of free information. I will actually give you a free book if you go to my website. You can download it as a PDF file or as a as a Mobi file if you read your books on Kindle. That book is my gift to you. You are giving me the most precious gift that one human can give another, and that is your time. And for that time, for that precious gift, I'll give you that book. You can download articles. You can see my YouTube channels. There's a ton of free content at johngrubs.com. You can even sign up for my weekly uh, newsletter that goes out every Tuesday morning. I want you to feel like you can communicate with me as a listener. We have listeners on all the major continents, and we're getting such positive feedback from from the community that follows this podcast. And I'm so blessed and thankful for that. But help me make a dent in other people's lives with a positive message and a message that challenges people to stay in a constant state of positive discomfort. This podcast is not meant to keep you in your comfort zone. This podcast is meant to give you uh, what I call uh, opportunities to burn mental calories. I want you to think I want to challenge the status quo. I want to go against the normalcy that we see in the business community because guess what? I think these are the people that create new opportunities, that change things, that make things happen when others remain, well, 
mediocre, or average. This is the anti-average podcast. This is the anti-mediocre podcast. This podcast is about going big because on this podcast, we are crazy enough to win. Until next time.